and welcome to Around the Console podcast. I am Bob, your host, and joining me are... Uh, uh, <laughs> I have no idea who we are. <laughs> <laughs> Four random strangers. <laughs> There's some blokes <laughs> with faces. Right, uh, uh, I am Bob, and joining me are Shep, Sucky, uh, John and Craig. We are, this is a bonus episode uh, we are coming towards the end of our time lord victorious saga reviews uh, and next up or oh, we're doing this one we're doing genetics of the daleks uh, which is an audio uh, adventure starring tom baker um I, i'll i'll kick off I, again I, I struggle with audio but I had a, a tiny revelation last night. I put my AirPods in because I'm an Apple knob and <laughs> I was uh, going to sleep uh, or in bed. Um, and I, tr- I tried a bit of mindfulness. So I actually tried to concentrate on what was going on and imagine what was going on. And it was brilliant being able to do that. What I've noticed is when I'm listening to anything or do anything or talking or anything, my brain just goes a million miles an hour and I'm thinking of the next thing or whatever's going on or some other shit. But I actually managed to get a, like a, just a bit of attention on it in my brain, visualised and everything like that. And it was great. I think more for me being able to actually calm my brain down and sort of be in a moment with something was fantastic. So I kind of enjoyed that experience of it. In regard to the, the the thing itself, it was all right. It was an interesting idea. Um, it was quite grand, um, and there was a tie-in, a big tie-in to Time of Victorious towards the end. Um, so that was cool, with the Dalek talking about you know meeting him before and all that kind of thing. So um, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. But I particularly enjoyed it for actually actually being able to absorb an audio book with it fully in my ears and imagine what was going on. So it was quite cool. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll throw it up into you guys. Uh, Suki? Yes, I enjoyed this as well. It's uh, it's a good story. I, I like the way the Dalek is manipulating things from behind the scenes. Uh, the characters were well drawn. Tom Baker, I mean, he comes in about 15, 20 minutes into the yeah. story <laughs> and he just lights up the, uh, the audio. Uh, so I'm really, really positive about this one. Yeah, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was great. Because I, mean, um, I, didn't, I didn't ask you shit, but go on. <laughs> I'm in there now, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> go, go, go to Craig now, Bob. Go to Craig. No, no, he started so finished. Go on, Cliff. All right, I'll be quick, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. That's why I got excited. Um, Tom Baker, Jesus, when he's speaking, oh, it's just perfect. It's like liquid caramel. It's like, oh, it's witty. It's well written for him. Um, and then all the other characters in it. Just really enjoyed this one. I think, I'm not sure if it's just because I felt, I felt a little bit displaced over the last few we've done. I didn't really fully get in, interested into a lot of it. And I really put the time out to listen to this one and I thought oh bloody hell that was good that that's me nice one nice microphone hit as well Cliff Uh, (laughs) John just uh, let me just there you go (laughs) Uh, no I I I properly enjoyed it like like, uh, Cliff said I I didn't 100% engage on the last one I struggled but I took the time out last night at about half past nine when I remembered how to do this (laughs) to spend an hour and a half listening to it and you know, just don't have distractions. Just maybe close your eyes, chill out, have yeah. a laid back. 
and it does it does paint a glorious picture. And I think that the that the generally the um, the non Doctor Who parts of it, like the first twenty minutes, was like I was happy for that to be it yeah. without the Doctor and, and the whole story um, expanding and like that. But the Doctor really rocked up. I was very surprised. I didn't know it was Tom Baker. So I was like, oh, this is fucking going to be mint. Uh, and when they called him a space baby, I was just <laughs> joyfully happy. Uh, but the story, the story did. Um, it was like like Mordred of Dead. There was a, there were similarities between them because yeah. uh, there's the Dalek manipulating somebody to do their work, which is what the Black Guardian was kind of doing in Mordred of Dead, and. Uh, it was a complicated story where there was a lot. There's two factions, essentially, were at work. There's Dalek and then there's the uh, Chuk and his um, cronies. So it was a fairly complicated story, but because of that, it was like engaging and interesting, and it kept me going. So yeah, yeah. I wasn't 100 convinced. Very positive. 100. I wasn't 100 convinced about the uh, the tie-ins to the time of Victorious. Yeah. Well, I, th- I think that just comes in at, at the end when the Dalek. Yeah. And I don't know if it is the Dalek strategist or someone. It's not. I don't think it's no. a strategist. Or, or one it's of a the Dalek but, drone. But the Dalek drone, you know, it, it's the tie-in is it? He sort of tells the fourth Doctor that in the future you're going to be this, you know, savage beast in the form of mm. David Tennant's Doctor and all this kind of thing, which which is the tie-in to me. And I, th- I thought that was quite cool, uh, Craig. Uh, well, I just just before I thought, I thought I, I did wonder on the Dalek drone at the end. It really put me in mind of the Dalek that then Chris Eccleston met. I have no idea why. What? What? Oh, what? <laughs> and that Sorry, that, admit, that, that, that won't that work on an audio podcast. But uh, John was <laughs> eating a banana, and Craig got distracted because we were laughing like little children. <laughs> so I too had been despondent over the last. Just do it again, John. Uh, I too had been despondent over the last couple, and so I also chose a moment of mindfulness and gave my hundred percent attention to it. Whilst listening to this, I was ironing a stack of clothes, um, and I kind of just decided. <sighs> I really, really liked it for the first time in ages. It drew me in and John hit the nail on the head. I knew I knew Tom Baker was in this, but because it took him so long to come in, I began to think, oh, I must've got this wrong. Tom Baker isn't in this and it's just this. And I didn't care because I was actually really enjoying the story and yeah. the characters and what was going. It didn't need the doctor. So when he came on, it was brilliant. I loved him. It was well written. His voice was velvety. It was beautiful. Some great lines. Um, but it, it was one of the best audios and one that I could actually, even though I wasn't most, because I was expecting to get bored at any time. So I was just ironing away and I didn't find myself constantly stopping the, the thing to see how long I had left. Because um, I was just in, I was just going with the flow and enjoying it. Best one I've listened to for ages. I think I think we've all enjoyed it because I don't think it's uh, a complicated story. It's oh. just one where you realise the Dalek, because we've seen it before on the television where the Daleks manipulate characters yeah. to be able to do their bidding. So you're familiar to this sort of uh, thing that they do. So you know what's going on there with that Dalek. And then you've got the Doctor coming in just, again, just uh, looking at what's happening and trying to figure it all out. Yeah. It was well, nice not, to... Go on, John. Sorry, my question was just... <clears throat> the Dalek manipulates Brooke into doing his bidding. I didn't know that that was a Dalek thing. I know they could ex- they could manipulate them as in 
talk to them, but it seemed like it almost like mind control, magic-y way. Yeah, but Dalek... In, so far think, as Brooke started talking like a fucking Dalek. You see, well, I think... Yeah, yeah, well, we've seen it before. In, oh, yeah, I haven't. In a I good, haven't you've seen it with Jodie we Whittaker. Yeah. We've, we've seen, seen it with Jodie, yeah. Have we? John, yeah. Resolution <laughs> and revolution. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> John, just eat a banana and look sexy again. It's too late. <laughs> Banana's finished. Oh, Banana down. That was uh, over too quick. <laughs> but I think I think the, the sort of main positive points, acting, all really good. Characters, yeah. really rounded. Yeah. Writing... Spot on. Um, I will say as well with Tom Baker, they, uh, they didn't know if he was going to do it because of it was during COVID and all that kind of thing. So that's why he's only in um, uh. that the, the smaller part of it, which I, the, not credit for me. It's a credit from Dwayne, who will hear from Dwayne and Philip from Sounds of Audio later with their review. But they they spoke to Jonathan Morris, is the guy that wrote it, um, which I think Dwayne actually explains in his review. Um, and he he told them that Tom Baker. Um, it recorded from home eventually, but there was a, it was a bit touch and go how, if he'd be able to. I think I'd heard news about that on like Twitter. Somebody mentioning that uh, in in terms of like the big footage audio that he was doing mm. so, at the time. Yeah. So I paid attention. It was actually lovely to hear him do the role because I've never heard any of the big finish with Tom Baker. You guys, I'm not a big lover. And it was the first time I've ever seen him reprise the role other than when he came back as the librarian in the the fifth anniversary. I think his uh, his big finish stuff. If you listen to it, it's brilliant. He's totally invested in doing it. He just if he's excited he's to do pro, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, a, he's, he's not just doing it thinking is the money. It probably is, but it, oh, yeah. it, it does work yeah, so well. I don't know if he's, his yeah. age, he probably won't need that cash, will he? Sure. No, I don't. I don't think it's the money there. I yeah, think it's no, just it's the just, fact that he, he enjoys he wants the fans. Yeah, he's giving back. He likes big finish. Yeah. I mean, cro- crocs and socks don't buy themselves, lads. That's all I'm saying. No. Quite <laughs> I, would, I would say, I would say, it's an only criticism of the of the audio was the foley was a little bit clunky at times. <coughs> the, medic- felt, felt the medical, the medical paste. Oh, no, yeah. Foley, the sound effects. The, oh, yeah, steps right. And, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Some of that was a little bit just copy and pasty. But the sound—you sound, kind of could tell you could tell what was going on with the sound, which sometimes yeah. the sound can be a bit misleading as to what's going on. That particularly that, that last Dalek one that we did, fucking hell! I oh no God, idea. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, but yeah. But this, uh, although that you're right with that one there. It, overall, you kind of could get an idea of what was yeah, going but on. There's yeah. a couple of times that I felt like the footsteps were like literally uh, copy and pasting, and it's kind of the fact that I noticed it. Pulled me out of the story a, a tad. Yeah. But it's, it's a small criticism yeah. overall. It was quite a familiar story, wasn't it? So the sound effects are going to be filmed. But for me, that was part of what was engaging. It wasn't, my brain could follow it easily, which is what I need in, in an audio adventure. Like Bob said, the last one was too chaotic, too all over. So because it had a familiar story, it had a familiar effects, probably familiar everything, it just engaged me much more. I could see what was happening. It didn't there wasn't. Sound- there wasn't the same problem with two voices sounding the same, aside yeah. from Brooke and Jake. I had an issue with them at times when they were when they were talking because I didn't really understand which was which. But that was a small. Everybody's nobody overacted. Everybody was really good. Yeah, I think it was as an audio drama, regardless of the Doctor Who element, it was very good. Yeah, mm. I just think my only criticism of it is the fact that. The relationship to Time Lord Victoria's wasn't um, as strong. 
and it made me it's it's only now reflecting of what bob's just said that there's only a few left to the end of the actual the actual yeah. series you'd think it would be more prominent within it to make us think oh that's that and it started to sum things up this could have easily just been a standalone in itself yeah with yeah, no I connection to it it felt very maybe, think maybe it had even been written in the past that's, like that yeah. and if that's why i was slightly disappointed that it wasn't a strategist yeah yeah it could it if they would have made cool, that in it, it would have been better this from what i've been reading this is a late addition to the time of victoria's canon thing anyway because they'd already announced um the escape room has been and they decided that we're going to do like a prequel to it and yeah. so this is like uh quickly written by jonathan morris uh with uh, james goss uh yeah. helping out with some of the notes and uh, so they can just tie it in with is that the same uh, from <laughs> Matt and Luke, that is. Matt and Luke. Goss, get, all right. Come on, come on, get your phone. Come on. And then Craig was the extra. <laughs> I, I don't understand these things. Okay, I'm a right said Fred, man. You know that. Ah, oh, yes, I do know that. How, yeah. how many have we got left, Bob, on Time Lord Victorious? I was just going to look on my phone then, but well, it's like. <clears throat> we've got a short story, uh, in which is called Canaries, which is part of um, a bigger book. It's just a, a small part of it and that's the only part of it but um yeah after this one there's the escape room dalek awakens so just a shout out to anyone if you've been to the escape room a dalek awakens i think it's that one anyway yeah um, it is. let us let us know um there's a vr game which i might play um because it's not vr anymore you can actually just get it on your your xbox so i'll probably play that and just talk about that if anyone else wants to play it Fill fill your boots. What's up? You know that uh, VR games on Oculus. Uh, I don't know if it's an Oculus, but I know it's on Xbox because it's uh, now not a VR game and you can just play it normal. It's called. Well, the ed- I'll, I'll the have edge a look if they released it because uh, my kids have got the Oculus. Cool. And yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. get it for that. So that's commiserations, Cliff. <laughs> I know. Both of them have got one. That's yeah. the the edge of time. I bet you've used it for. I tried to get porn on it. I was going to say, yeah. <laughs> so there's a section for it on 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 the internet. I've heard. <laughs> Um, but yeah, da- Dalek Awakens. So that's the escape room. Edge of Time, which is the game. So I'm going to probably play that between now and then. Time Fracture, the immersive experience, the big immersive experience in London, which um, if I do get down south, I will go to. But if anyone has been, um, please, you don't have to necessarily come on the podcast. Just ask, give us a little review or whatever. Just talk to us about it. It'd be cool to hear what it was like. And then we will be reviewing... Touched on the game uh, at the edge of time. Canaries, which is a short story in a book. And then the final bit, which will be the Echoes, oh of, Extin- Ex- Echoes of Extinction, the 10th Doctor side. We did the 8th Doctor side going back a while ago now. I think Craig listened to the... I did! I'm really shocked, but I'm not going to say anything. So, so that'll be the final You can't remember thing. any of it, Craig. No, I do. <laughs> I remember it. I, I, I don't, I don't remember... The- shocked. It means like it's something bad now. <sighs> <laughs> Genuinely shocked. In fact, I'm going to fuck off. I can't be bothered now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then that, that's that, that's us done. You know, it'd be nice, like I say, if if I, if everyone had time, we could go and do escape rooms and uh, the immersive things. But it's great that they've had loads of different stuff going on, and it has been an epic journey. I mean, the only one we haven't included on around the console is Waters of Mars, which we covered on yeah. when we were on Proctor Who. But you've probably heard that. But if you have I don't remember that, so I'd be happy reviewing that again. But we have what the Mars is cracking. I think we all agreed that, we, didn't we? We might I review like that. that again then. That yeah, I'm happy, to, I'm happy to watch that, yeah. And that was that was um in this 
order that we're going was a little while ago, but we could always, you know, we never know. We might do it again. We might leave it in reserve, just to have it done anyway. So, so what's next, up. Bob? Is it Target Books? What we're going to do next? I don't know. We'll have to have a, have a think, won't we? Um, <laughs> I've, I've always had a great idea. I'll, we'll do this now. Production meeting while while live on the podcast. Live. Serious. I was always sort of. I don't know if it would be that interesting. <laughs> But um, every time we do a doctor... If you started off like that, probably not, Bob, but yeah, well, carry The reason why I say that is because you've got certain target books which are a bit different and do add a lot when you read them to the story that you're reviewing. You know, I always try and read a target novel of the of a story we're reviewing. And a lot of the time, not all the time, you get a lot more from it. You know, like Megloss was a great example of that. You got a load more in that. Um so and also you get in target books you do get bits which have been cut from the script and things like that um so it's kind of full nerdy but to do like a, a comparison you know or to, to mention review the two like when we watch an episode do a target review as well i don't know john just just putting it out there but yeah we'll have to have a think won't we what we're going to do well, we, yeah i mean next. i won't immediately say no just to like so we don't darken this podcast, but um, I mean, I, 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 I'll be honest, I bored myself when I was telling you. That. I mean, that's that's fine. yeah. When you say it out loud, it's not as exciting, is it? I mean, well, what else can we do? Is that like, they got, got, got big finish stuff? I tell you what, we could we could start doing some uh, big finish audio. Well, yeah. can we? Well, we could, but do we struggle with that? Let's think. Yeah, because well, we might try got, one. I don't know. Yeah, but I like it. Try. Maybe ask the uh, the Aussie boys where, whether there's one that they recommend that we. Yeah, yeah. we could we top ten do. recommended ones or something like that. We'll get yeah. recommends off uh, Dwayne yeah. and Philip. That's what we'll do. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's really a good yeah. idea. Yeah, yeah. Sirens, sponsored by Sirens. Sirens the Radio recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Tell them to pick the 10 best yeah. for a year. That'd be, that'd be cool. That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. The production top one, John. Well, top yeah. one, John. Top, top, top five, maybe. Not top, 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 top two. Top two. There are some... <laughs> I, I used to listen to... I used to subscribe to... We're talking probably about 20 years ago now when it very first came out. Yeah, I used yeah. to subscribe to them and get them every month with the post and I used to love listening to them. It was the only Doctor uh, Who we had, though, wasn't it, Craig, in the 90s? Exactly. It was in, that, that's exactly when it was. And I used to subscribe to the Paul McGann missing adventures and all the rest of it and then it just for me personally I think I've said it before many times they just got overwhelming I lost track of where it all was and too expensive as well that's a, that's a great idea I propose it to Dwayne and Philip there they are yeah that's the original one what's Best it called Turlo. what's it called the Sir, first Sirens one? of Time so got Sirens of Time and Phantasmagoria Phantasmagoria that's it yeah that's the um, first two releases oh, this, he, has he, he has everything he has everything I've tell you what I've always wanted to do a virgin Novel. Yeah, <laughs> don't we all? See what I find one here, Bob. See what I did You're Not there. in Salford, mate. <laughs> no, Salford, no. <laughs> Anybody the over vir- the other eight? I'd quite like to t- t- <laughs> touch on some Virgin novels. <laughs> I'm, I'm yeah. with on that point, I've got. Oh, I don't, yeah, I don't mind doing that. About. I remember so reading them back in the day. When, when Doctor Who was off air, it continued from first McCoy's Doctor into what the Virgin the new writes yeah. and became the new mm-hmm. Adventures of Doctor Who. And you had people like Mark Gattis, uh, Stephen Moffat, people like that writing. Now Stephen Moffat, they do. Oh, did he not do one? Russell T. Who no. did, Russell, did Russell Dean Davis did one. Andrew uh, Cartman did one. Two. Andrew Cornwell did a few. Paul Cornell. Paul Cornell. Not Paul. Not Paul. Not all these, all these people, anyway, yeah. that kept Doctor Who going. That you know, they came back into the show eventually. And I met Mark Gattis at a convention, and I had no clue. You've not who told he was. that story before, I but know, why did you tell it now? Met Mark Gattis, didn't know who he was, didn't give a shit, but uh, got got my book signed. 
and uh, yeah, you'll hear that story again four or five more times. Um, Do you meet Leo. John Pertwee once as well, Bob, by any chance? Fuck off, Craig. Um, <laughs> 1992 convention is Dr. Dammit, is in time. I met John Pertwee, Mark got his face of hands. Yeah, and Mr. McCoy, which was awesome. And then I met him years later, and I showed him a photograph of me as a little boy, and I said, would you recate this for me? And he did, and he was dead oh, nice. Right. Well, what we, could, we, what we could also do is we could also maybe do the D, Doctor Who D and D. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that'd yeah. be cool. Right. Maybe stream yeah. uh, a game of that once, yeah. once in a while. That'd be good fun. Definitely, that'd be fun. awesome. That'd what be awesome. awesome. So production meeting. Can I be Tegan? Loads can I be Tegan? He <laughs> <laughs> can be Tegan. God does what you the, do. The other thing I was just thinking, maybe he's constantly touching himself. He's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just God. pick a subject that somebody wants to uh, talk about, and we'll discuss it over the uh, the podcast. Oh, like, uh, can, I about, can I talk about uh, um, water lubrication rather than silicon? <laughs> if that works for you, Craig, you carry on. Bacon uh, flavoured KY. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about yeah, what that, you that want. Sucky, that idea is genuinely <laughs> broken, Craig. Yeah. <laughs> we, can. we can talk about what you want. Oh, production about production meeting he, over. He's like the brigadier, what? he is a deviant. <laughs> Oh, my God. The deviant. He is a deviant. You're right. Okay. Anyway, TLB finished. Bye. No, 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 no. no. It's right. time to hand over after this production meeting over to our friends down under. It's time and to hand over to, to Dwayne and Philip from the Sirens of Audio, who may or may not recommend us some big finish audio to review for our bonus episodes in the future. Over to you, Dwayne and Philip. All right, we're up to a fourth Doctor episode now, Philip, for Time Lord Victorious. And who thanks would have to the... thought? Who would have thought the fourth Doctor was going to come into Time Lord Victorious? Yeah, I suppose he would have to, wouldn't he, at some point? Well, I th- except when all the advertising went out, it was only supposed to be eight, nine, and ten, wasn't it? Yeah. And then they yeah. throw in four, they throw in eleven. I don't know. <laughs> they got they got carried away. What did you think of this story, Philip? It was uh, it's it's tied in with this game, Escape Hunt, which. Uh, what is that? What is it? A escape room of some description? I have no idea. You know what? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> we can't go to it anyway. We can't go to it anyway. We're in the, on the wrong continent. We're thousands of miles away. I have no idea what it was like. And in part, I just don't think you need to know. It, it, it's an interesting one. This is an interesting one to follow the last one we listened to in terms of the last audio, hmm. um, which was sort of the Die Hard on a Spaceship with the Eighth Doctor. Yep. And there seems to be some indication that the, the cyber, I'm not sure what the cyber, the Dalek here may have been from that ship and thrown into the time storm, which is why he's gone back to the fourth Doctor. Because the, the Daleks seem to know him. So I'm, I'm not sure of all the connections there. And, and part of the problem with not being involved in what, every Wasn't media. it the 10th Doctor who destroyed the Time Squad? And this is the survive, uh, sole surviving Dalek from the Time Squad? I was going to ask that. Is, this, is, is that what it is? Yes. Or, Yes, okay. That's what yes, I assumed that's it was. That's explicit in the story. That is yeah. explicit? Oh, well, there you go. I didn't just assume it then. I must have picked it up from the story. <laughs> the, the author must have done the right thing then. <laughs> it made sense. So, yeah, so I mean, it, it, it follows on quite well from that whole... Um, what was that story called? It's, I've even forgot what that story was called. The David Tennant one. The Die Hard in Space. Well, that was the Eighth Doctor. Oh. That was Mutually Assured Destruction. Right, so that was the last one we listened to, wasn't it? That was the series? last one we listened to, but the but the destruction of the Time Squad, I think, was in the books. Oh. I think it was in the All Flesh is Grass, or it might have been the cliffhanger of... Doesn't the Eighth Doctor destroy the ship at the end of that last one? Oh, I'm lost now. 
Oh, I'm lost dear. now, but I'm not going to go back and listen to them all again. No, just to either find am I. Well, <laughs> I think it's a very self, a very good self-contained story. Yes. Yeah. Well, hope, as I, it I stands, hope, hope it, I really hope the chapter have done the story in terms. Of, so ignore us. I'm glad you've got us guys giving you feedback because we oh. really know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just talk about this story then. What yeah. did you enjoy about it, Dwayne? I remember when I first heard it, I specifically thought, "Boy, it's taking a long time for the." For the fourth doctor to appear because it's there seemed to be he seems to be out of it for about a third of the stories just not there but when he does appear boy does he appear with a bang and it's great to hear him in this universe he's you know referring to uh when he eventually gets to talk to the dalek and the dalek starts telling him about his future oh well, i shouldn't know about my future but gets just gets on with the story as it is um i love the name of the ship starship starship future there's, there's a couple of stories going on within this story. So you've got you've got the bad guys that are sort of escaping, the criminals who are who are trying to usurp the whole colony when it lands and take over. Uh, then you've got the you've got the Dalek story as well. But what I really liked about the actual Dalek in this was the the Dalek mutant side of it as well, because there was one thing I did like about that special a couple of years ago uh, called Resolution, I did enjoy Nicholas Briggs' portrayal of the Dalek mutant. I thought that was good. And we've got virtually the same voice here with the Dalek mutant trying to get back into the Dalek casing. Finally does do that. Yeah, really, really enjoyable. I enjoyed it. So, yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. I think the things that stood out for me was it was, it, it was interesting how long the the Doctor could get there. It was almost like a sixth Doctor story. <laughs> yeah, almost. Off it takes forever. It, it actually felt a bit like Dalek Empire. So the, the fact that you had people alone on a ship with a Dalek, threat growing, no Doctor, it, it actually heightened the sense of all the tension because when the Doctor's not there, things look really bad. So I think that worked really well. You also had the politics happening in terms of the different characters. Um, I really loved the casting of this. Uh, in particular, the security officer, Nina Toussaint White, who played Mel, Mel's, yep. in um, Let's Kill Hitler, which I know lots of people don't... I actually, I actually did like that episode. I think it's a lot of fun. I know lots of people... I love it. Yeah. And I love her. Like, since that episode, everything. Yeah. every time I see her name... I just, uh, yeah, yes. I just love everything she's in. She was in Dalek Universe last year. Yes. Uh, playing a fantastic part there. Uh, yes. And she's equally as good here. Yes. So mm. in terms of, and, and, and you kind of, she, she plays cleverly because you both like her and then learn to hate her. And so I think she manages to play those qualities really well that you're never quite sure where you stand with her. But I think all the, all the cast was strong. Um, I think Joseph Kloska did a great job as the pilot in terms of his naivety. I think the... The picture of him having lost his family in terms of first using his family as a threat against him then he, when he realized that they were already gone um including the children it was actually it, it gave a human element so i think that's really worked really well my biggest issue with it is probably the fact that the fourth doctor leaves before he's finished the job um, my big issue with the two news day dalek specials with jody is the fact that you know, in the first, in Resolution, she blows up the Dalek, but she doesn't actually clean up after herself, which allows the Dalek to be taken, to be reverse engineered. They take DNA swabs of the Dalek, they grow new Dalek mutants, and the entire series, second short story, in which thousands of people die needlessly, is the Doctor's fault, because she has failed to do what she should have done 
in that first story. Here we have the Doctor leave, and really by the end you realise that the 10,000 people on this ship are all dead because he didn't ensure the fact that the Dalek was actually properly dead. He didn't dispose of it properly. And I, it, to me, that didn't ring true. The, doc, the Doctor doesn't do that. So I hated it when it happened with Jody. I hated here that the fourth Doctor hasn't actually cleaned up after himself properly either and allowed a Dalek to survive. And it's actually a really, really bleak ending. So the last couple of minutes, they, they do turn the story around. They do make you sit up and take notice but when you think through the consequences, I just don't like it because his entire colony ship, you know, are dead because the Doctor's not coming back. He's not coming to rescue them and he's abandoned them to the face of the Daleks. It's a, yeah. Well, you could also argue that in Genesis of the Daleks, he didn't clean up after himself either. And so the Daleks were created and billions upon billions of people were killed. Yeah, but he, once again, he was, that was where time was supposed to go. Yeah. He, and he knew that and he and we've he seen was, the consequences of him actually doing it in the latest Unbound <laughs> exactly the latest Unbound we saw the consequences of what happens if he did do it yeah which which were also awful he he uh, in Genesis Dallas he did, he did the right thing which was you don't change history but yeah but uh, because I mean, the whole time war really does stem back to that moment where he you know, went back to the creation of the Daleks and attacked them. And even though he didn't wipe them out, as far as the Daleks were concerned, he, he made the attempt. And that allowed the whole time war to start, where Daleks and time lords start feeling like they can go back into people's pasts to have a go at wiping them out before they become a problem. Hmm. And that's, you know, that's never right. So, I mean, may, maybe the fourth Doctor knew that the, this ship was condemned to be wiped out. And, and maybe a line earlier on, maybe we'll start to pay attention, a line earlier on in terms of the Doctor knowing this was a doomed mission, and, you know, he, he wonders what happened to this colony because they never arrived. You know, he'd often wondered that. And maybe he thinks he said it right at the end and he's you know, changed things more positively, but in the end it, it didn't. There's ways around it that could have happened. To me, it was just a bit bleak. But everything else, loved it. Cool. I agree. Good story. Good story, as always. Yeah, it's well written, well directed by Jamie Anderson. Uh, sound design by Toby. I can never say his name. Just Toby Robinson. Toby Robinson. <laughs> it was lovely to have Tom Baker involved in this period, and also Tom Baker in a fairly uh, action-packed story. Mm. It, 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 it certainly drives along the whole time, and I, and I love the drive, the pace, the the danger, the threat. The Daleks are still being threatening and, and maybe having that whole first third without the doctor there added to the whole threat that they are that's our take on genetics of the daleks and uh, we'll say back to you boys at around the console just as a quick epilogue to this review we were critical of the ending of genetics of the daleks but we so happened not long after we did the review for you guys spoke with the writer jonathan morris and i put it to jonathan that ending uh, was a little bit jarring and asked whether it was in fact leading into the escape room game, which it actually was. So when the Dalek comes back to life at the end of the story, that's where the game begins and you're supposed to try and save the 10,000 colonists or want to be one of the colonists and save yourself. That is the point of the game. So in some respects that describes that ending that in a normal Doctor Who situation, we would have been, well, we were critical of it, but because of the escape game, 
the escape hunt game. That's why it ended that way. So just thought I'd end with that. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot, Dwayne and Philip. Uh, that's Dwayne and Philip from the Sounds of Audio podcast. Please check them out because they actually know what they're talking about with this stuff and they're great and get some great guests on apart from Sucky. Oh, my course. Uh, so, yeah, just a quick... Has Sucky been on there? Apparently so. Oh, been been everywhere. everywhere. I've, everywhere, I've right? been on the Sounds of Audio I'm on Kim Kardashian series the other day. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I have experience that was. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Wow. Um, so, yeah, quick round the table uh, about the genetics of the Daleks. Uh, Cliff? I really enjoyed it. Uh, pleasant surprise from all what we've watched, actually. I like to keep it going. Really enjoyed awesome. it. Awesome. Uh, Sucky? Yes, good story with some familiar actors. Uh, there's one line that I want to just mention, and that was uh, uh, Even the Children which is just a creepy little thing to say mm. that even the children have been turned into uh, oh, Dalek yeah. mutants. And I thought that was just one way of just saying everybody have done. But yeah, cracking, cracking story. Awesome. Craigie baby. Yeah, uh, it pulled me back in, uh, re-engaged me to it. Uh, yeah, it was a, a really, a really good, you know, the, the ironing was just boring without this. It was great. Really enjoyed it. I'm glad it pulled you off. Uh, John? <laughs> uh, no, I really enjoyed it. It's fantastic bit of writing. Uh, it was very well created and produced, so all good, all good things come with this. My only downside is not not enough TLV linking for me. Yeah, same. Oh well, yeah, I know what you mean. I think it's because we're expecting some big finale, but because they're well, all individual story. stories. Don't say what happens, no. boys. But no, oh, no. But the thing right. is, because this is the earliest incarnation of the Doctor in, within the time of Victoria, so what more? How much more could you really do without influence? Oh, that's true. In the yeah, good idea. You can't go around. I mean, he, the Dalek tried to by telling him what his future uh, uh, sales were going to do, but what else? Could, he couldn't really do How much did more. How Dalek know that? Because he's the, the one he came from the future, didn't he? He's the one that's fell into the past. Do you know, there are moments when Suki just makes it all so perfect. And that was that it. Are, that, that, that's true. That he, there are not other moments. Though, can there are from other the past where into the future. ruins it. <laughs> I'll try and explain things to you, John. Still would have been better the strategist. Strategist. This, that other one. Strategist. That, yeah. <laughs> when then paired wow. destroyed when even the time commander decided to have a duel. That's what, but that's it's what just, he says. This is what the Dalek yeah. drawer says. He says about the time squad and the the, 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 the future will destroy that and all that, doesn't he? Yeah. So, so that's it's quite, it's quite it's quite a big you know a big it's quite a pivotal big moment. This Dalek telling him the future and it's all to do with the time lord victorious. I thought it was quite. And it, was, a, it made a nice change because the Doctor always has to tell the Daleks about their future, but this time the Daleks are telling the Doctor about yeah. his future. It was it a bit might, of a reversal. It might, might be interesting if they actually refer to it in the next one. We'll yeah. They're not going to do that, are they? Let's be honest. We will see. Anyway, yeah. So we're doing a little story, Canaries, and the main thing we'll be doing is reviewing uh, Echoes of Extinction, the 10th Doctor side. And then we'll be done, and then we'll work out what we're going to do from there. But you've heard our production meeting, so you're welcome for that. Uh, and me, <laughs> how we discuss <laughs> these things in great detail. Anyway, until <laughs> next time, uh, goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye.